29 Mission Street between 25th and 26th Streets in San Francisco. Snacks will be provided, and discussion with special guests follows the film. The venue is wheelchair accessible. The event is sponsored by Bay Area Latin America Solidarity Coalition and Marin Task Force on the Americas. This is a benefit for Marin Interfaith Task Force in support of the Honduras Solidarity Network. For further information, call 510-525-5497. And good afternoon. You're listening to 94.1 FM KPFA here in Berkeley and 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno and online at kpfa.org. It is now 3.30. Stay tuned for Cover to Cover Open Book. Welcome to another edition of uh, Cover to Cover Open Book, or I like to say Frame to Frame. My name is Raina Cowan, and for the next half hour, we're going to be talking about film. Today, we're focusing on Frameline, which is the San Francisco International Lesbian, Gay, Trans, Bi, and Questioning Film Festival. And it's running through this coming Sunday in San Francisco and in the East Bay with a lot of very terrific films. Each year I, I look at, at, a, at some films to try to whittle down which ones would be really interesting to talk about. The one that I was pulled to today is entitled Finding Fong. Uh, it's the story of a 27 year old from the, the middle central province in Vietnam. And he, it's interesting. This is how it's written. He left his family at age 20 to study at the University of Hanoi and was the youngest of four siblings. He graduated from college and works at the Hanoi Water Puppet Theater. But then, despite his success, he was lonely and distressed that he was a young boy and believed he was a, a girl. And so the film is actually about the transition process where Fong goes from uh from identifying as somebody who's in the wrong body to somebody who finds herself uh, in the right body. And it's a documentary. And... What's amazing about this film, I would say, are a few different things. One is seeing a film from Vietnam talking about these issues where um, uh, things having to do with transsexualism is currently illegal. And also, it is such a wonderful, intimate portrait. So to talk about the film, I have the two co-directors, Swan Dubis, who is a French-based uh, director but who lives in Vietnam for the past eight years making many different films, and Leon Fong, who is both the co-director and is also uh, the star of the film. So welcome to KPFA to both of you. Thank you. So let's start with you, Swan. How did you get involved in this story and how did you find Fong? It's the producer of the film who knew Fong for two years and who know everything about her. And he proposed us to, to, to make this film. First, we were a bit afraid about uh, this idea because when we met Fong, it was a young boy, very shy, very... Uh, he was hiding his body under big clothes, sport clothes, and uh, we can feel so much sorrow. And we know that it was a big responsibility to start this film and to 
to go with her in this long journey. So first we refused and then we understand that it was also a, a good way to talk about many social aspects of Vietnamese soci society and culture, the family, the, the gender problems. And uh, we finally accept and uh, Phong became a, a close friend now. So uh, one of the things that happens is Phong both films herself and then uh, the crew also films her. And so I wondered, what made you decide that you were willing to be public and participate in this film, Fang? Yeah, um, I decided to make this film so my family can understand me. Um, and also to help all the transgender people in Vietnam to have a better life. Uh, to solve then that life can be beautiful. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting because we start the the film opens with Fang talking to her mother and crying. <laughs> I I felt like the first eight minutes was her sorrow about wanting not feeling who she was was right. And um so it's a very intimate place to start the film. And so I'm wondering, Swan, what made you feel like um you wanted to show that first, that this is our first way of meeting her? Um it was uh, very difficult for us to start to film Fong because it's a very intimate issue and we didn't know each other before starting filming. So we proposed the producer to the producer to give Fong a little camera so she can film uh, herself and express all, all her problems. And uh, it happens many times when in, in private diary we have like uh, someone we are talking to and Fong chooses his mother. And uh, for six months, we just uh, found film herself. We didn't step in and uh, we didn't uh, film her. And after six months, we, we, we became friends. So it was easier for, for us to come with a camera and to start, to start helping her document all this story. I see. So, you know, Fong, for you, you have taken this story and uh, told about it in public. So how has being... What's the difference between it being a private story and a public story? Mm. We have a translator who's who's asking her the question to help facilitate the answer in this. Mm. Because I want to talk with everybody that understand about me and understand the transgender because we are the normal citizen citizen that you're a normal citizen yes, yes. well swan so what was that like i mean you i think that there's a way whereas um, somebody working on a film that you're both on one hand trying to expose a story and on the other hand it seems like you need to protect the people you're filming no the priority is of course the people we are filming yeah and when we start filming we it was a contract between us Fong can stop the filming each time every, every when she wants and if she wants at the end to to keep this story and all this uh, this footage private 
it was uh, it was up to her so no we always think we thought about her filming but then i think from think the film is a good thing for her now to communicate with the society and also with her with her family so she chose at the end to to make it public um but yes of course you we were like brothers and sisters during all this process we went to her with her to thailand for the surgery and we we take care of her and we were also translator with the doctors so it's yes we took a, a, a big part in all this story that's why first before filming before starting filming we we felt a big responsibility and we were a bit scared to start the process one of the things that i think is uh, extraordinary about this film uh, is that so uh, at least two of Fong's siblings, plus Fong's mother, talk about sexuality in a way that is um, so open. Uh, it's really interesting. One of her siblings is, I think, a teacher, and the other is a boxer, right. fighter. And so so all of a sudden, to have everybody talking about sexuality, what, what they like to do, what is it like to be... A, a woman during sex, what it's like to be a man during sex, like so that there's all these things that are coming out that are beyond what you would imagine the film is about. So it's it really created a different kind of freedom. Well, first, I think maybe sometimes people have wrong ideas about Vietnam, about Vietnamese society. Sex is the first subject of conversation, oh, of jokes, and uh, and it's a very free society. People are thinking by by themselves, and it's a, pay, a country who is changing very fast, and a society who is moving very fast and in a good direction uh, for transgender and for for homosexual people, but also for all the society. I thought I think the the country is going in a good direction and is opening a lot and uh, I think our film is also a, a reflect of this well so Fong, I'm wondering how being in this film has changed you uh, having you public uh, what has that done yeah and this film makes me happy because now many people know me and my story I hope it will help those society, the media, and the government to understand what transgender is. Transgender persons are normal citizens, and they should have the same right as all the people. Yeah. Mm. Um, are you worried that people will recognize you, or is that okay? Mm, no, I don't worry because, yeah, I want to say everybody, yeah, I'm a transgender because I'm a good person. So I don't afraid and I don't say mm, because I'm a good person, I'm a good um, a children, mm, I'm a good student. So why I don't, why, um, why I'm shy, why, uh, okay, sorry, my English is not good. <laughs> no, no, that's wonderful, you're doing good. So, uh, Swan, what was it like, uh, f- you know, f- going to the village, uh, which was in central Vietnam, dur- during sort of near Na- Da Nang, and filming the family? Because there's been a couple of times where you wind up uh, having these conversations. We watch these conversations between Phong and her mother and her siblings. So, what was it like being there first as a person who's French and not from the culture, and then in terms of what's being talked about? 
For the first trip, it's my uh, my partner Tao, who, who is Vietnamese, who went alone. And then we went several times together. I think they were very worried about what's going on with phone, what was going on with phone. And, uh, but they took also the opportunity of our presence there to ask us many questions about, uh, about the process, about the, the, all the, the, how it will happen, the surgery and everything. And, uh, they, they trusted us. So we, we, they are, they are wonderful people. Farm is very lucky. There's many transgender in, in Vietnam and everywhere around the world who have problems with their family and who are rejected. She's get, she has a formidable, great support from, from all her family and she's very lucky for that. They are wonderful people and we are very close now. So I don't know what to say. It was very easy, easy because we had, uh, we were really welcome in this village. And did people mind that you were filming? No, not at all. They just, uh, the only worry was for fun, for their brother, sister, uh, uh, mother, father. The, the, the only worry was fun and uh, her health and her future. Uh, the filming was not a problem, not at all. So the film goes through basically a year-long process of uh, first this decision to go forward and talk to the family and then to go to Thailand and start taking um, hormones. Uh, so do, did in any way what the film was change as Fung was changing um, through the course of this process? A lot. As as you said at the beginning, she's really stranded with a little camera in a little room, crying a lot, and... Uh, she had no solution to to move forward. She had this problem, this, and and uh, as soon as she saw a possibility, she be, to 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 overcome this problem. She's she became someone very open, very joyful, and uh, another style of filming is coming in the film because we 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 arrive with another camera and we can document all our relation with our friends and family. So it changed a lot. I think at the beginning she had this need to film a lot, to, to, to express her sorrow. And when when she was happier, she was changing, she was starting this transition, uh, she didn't feel like filming anymore. Because so many things, hap uh, yes, happy was happening, that she didn't feel like filming. And that's why we, we need also to come with a camera to feel the horse. And because if we don't, the, the, there's no film. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's changing a lot, changing a lot. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking to the co-directors of Finding Fung, whose the film is playing at Frameline, the San Francisco Film Festival, on uh, June 27th, uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. at the Roxy Theater. We have Swan Dubas and Leon Fung, who are here talking about the film. So uh, it's funny that you say that you needed to... S to film in order to fill in because I actually think that it adds a whole other texture. Um, you know, Fung is a natural cinematographer of herself. I think she, the images are really beautiful. And then there's something that becomes more expansive when you add uh, all the other footage. Um, but maybe you're talking about her going from an internal process to a more public process. At one point, when she was happy, when she was happy, she stopped filming because she was so enjoying her new life uh, and her transition that filming was boring for her and it was a pain to carry a camera all over <laughs> everywhere. So that, that's why we had to follow her. And she was really, uh, re really very grateful that we came and uh, and continued the film. 
for me, the, the second part of the of the documentary, where there's another point of view and not only forms monologue, is much more interesting because it reveals the society and the uh, the the, the relationships in the family. Uh, I like the second part much more. <laughs> well, it's interesting. So the film is uh, she lives and works in Hanoi, which um, you know Saigon is considered so much more kind of uh, I don't know, like one of those giant modern cities yes. where Hanoi is so much more of a. Um, I mean, the government's there. It's, there's a. It's more. Um, structured in a way so there's something quite radical about that it's not saigon uh but rather hanoi um it's also the, the the culture is much is very different in the north and in the south even for transgender people in the north they have a they have they are more much more accepted even in the culture they for instance they sing at the funerals and things like this in the north it's more more difficult for them but it's opening now uh i don't know why from choose to 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 study in the north i think it was it, it was because of, of the, the subject she wanted to study not because of um, you know be, be, before coming to hanoi from didn't know anything about transgender she knew she she thought she was the only person experiment, experimenting that and it's when she arrived to hanoi that she started to meet people and uh to to know more about this issue and to 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 look for solutions it's interesting because Vaughn's job is to work at the water puppet theater restoring water puppets when they've been damaged it's kind of a beautiful metaphor right for you know for something something being able to open up and come out yeah that's uh that's a good luck for us <laughs> it make good sequences uh-huh. uh, but uh, yes, it's it's still our work now. She it's um, a big institution, the theater in Hanoi, and uh, it's a state uh, theater. And she's very lucky; the people accept that completely. And uh, after the surgery, she came back to Vietnam, and she still works in the theater. And people accept her 100 percent. It's it's great, and yes, it's a great metaphor. Also, <laughs> <laughs> and you also interviewed people who she worked with in the theater. Uh, w- was that difficult to get people to um, agree to talk about fun and how they felt in the film? Not at all. It's people are very, very open to filming in uh, in in Vietnam. They are happy to. They are very happy to express their opinion, and uh, they are close friends to Fawn. You know, the, there's two people who are talking in the film. One of them, they, they, they stu- he study with Fawn at school, so they are very close. And I think he was happy to express his opinion and to show his support to Fawn through the, the film. So, Fawn, what is it like uh, being in San Francisco, coming here, where there there's so many transgender people and gay and lesbian and queer people mm. Mm. yes i am this is the first time i come to uh, san francisco mm. i miss many many people um, uh, ten many many people lsbt gay and lesbian i'm so happy because um, i'm a ten gender um, I have love and I look they have love I uh, they make me happy. Mm. Yes, because 
I want I want to say many many but my only inakus. Sorry. So do you, does it feel like you meet many people who are like you that make you feel good, or is it more that you that that you can be whoever you want here? The first um the they they, they look me and they they don't think uh, I'm a gender gender. Oh, they, they uh-huh. think I'm a girl. Uh-huh. And yes, um, and then I I say I'm before I'm a boy and now I become a girl. Uh, everybody, wow, yeah, you really? And so, yes, um, and um, everybody don't believe. And oh, you're very beautiful. Yes, I'm. I'm so lucky because my body and my face look like the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very personal experience of feeling like people can't tell that you can that everybody thinks you are a girl. <laughs> Mm, yes, um, uh, now everybody think I'm a girl, not um, gender. Uh-huh. Yeah, in Vietnam, in Vietnam, every um, think I'm a girl. Yes, I'm mm. not um, boy or gender. gender. Mm, maybe I'm lucky, so lucky, really, because I look like the girls and uh, um, they, uh, so... Um, Everybody think I'm a girl. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that that was a conversation that happens in the film where it's like that there's some people who transition, but pe- they don't pass in the same way. And um, and you know what would that be like? So there's these discussions that were happening in the film, like um, that I thought were interesting. How, you know how how um, so when you filmed fun with her friends and those conversations. Uh, do you understand Vietnamese? Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, these conversations are filmed by phone myself. Oh. I, was, we were, we, I wasn't here. Oh, I see. So when you got all the material together, uh, were you thinking about how to put this together in French or in Vietnamese? Uh, we work in both language, French and Vietnamese, because my partner is speaking French, French also. So we worked in both languages, and the editor was French. So uh, we, we yes, we work in both languages. <laughs> That's interesting. And how did you figure out, in terms of, th- that's probably different cultural sensitivities. Did you want to make it more for a Vietnamese audience, and then think it would reach? everybody else or did you want to make it for a more western audience um and then uh, you know how did you think about that oh, that's a difficult question uh i think we fir- we think first about the vietnamese audience because we know that the film will be shown in vietnam and uh you can't play with cliche or things like this uh, because it won't work with a vietnamese audience so first we we think about telling the story of a vietnamese person to vietnamese uh, to a Vietnamese audience, and then I think it. Uh, if the film is good, it should work to, with with both audiences, but not necessarily on the same scenes or on the same. It's not the same. Always the same things who make laugh or make uh, <laughs> cry or make uh, yes. the, the the audience. It's it's uh, it's interesting. It's uh, we screened the film already in uh, abroad w- once or twice, and I'm I'm really looking forward for Saturday screening to see uh, the audience here in. Uh, 
in San Francisco how they will react to uh, to to the film. And have you showed it in Vietnam? We are waiting for the um, censorship agreement, uh. so we will have it or not in one month. Uh, for the moment, we just did we did pr um, private screenings, mainly for people from the LGBT community. They love the film, so we are very happy about that. Many, there were many uh, Vietnamese transgender in the in the theater, and they came to film and said that uh, the film was helping them a lot and uh, uh, developed their self-respect, and that it's it's positive for for the, for the community. Now, uh, we hope it will be uh, widely shown in Vietnam. Uh, we'll have the answer in in one one month, one month and a half. Well, and, but you mentioned earlier that uh, it's not legal to be transgender in Vietnam. It is. It, uh, it's not legal to have surgery. Uh, ah. You can have surgery in Vietnam. Now, if the, there's many, many, yes, so, uh, Vietnamese people who go to Thailand to have surgery, and when they come back, they, they have no problems. They have no, yes, they have no problem with the authorities. And uh, we cross the borders many times with farm in the airport. The the people in the airport are very nice. They understand the the problem. There's no no. They 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 are comprehensive. And the passport does does her pass? Which gender does her passport say? It's uh, male, uh. but uh, it's a it's a big fight at the moment with our activists, and they try to change that. And maybe this year they will have a positive answer from the government, and they will be able to change the 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 gender on the on the ID or passports. It's not sure we are, but it's it may be possible this year. So, I mean, this is I know beyond the scope of your film, but. Uh, how are, are there people politically working towards things like this in Vietnam? Yes, uh, yes. Last year, it was uh, the 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 fight was focused on the same-sex marriage. It was almost done, and, uh, and finally no. But it's moving on the good on the good way. Uh, first, uh, before in the law, it was forbidden. Now. It's not authorized. It's not the same. <laughs> no, it's, it's positive. It's uh -huh. positive. And, yes. uh, and this, this year they focus on the, on the transgender rights and, uh, they, they want, uh, they, they want the transgender to be able to change their, their, their gender on the papers and, uh, uh to have, um, more rights in the civil society. I hope it will be positive and they want to screen the film, our film to the National Assembly. But we can't do that if we don't have the censorship agreement. Of course, the deputies, they can't see a film that is forbidden. So. Oh, I see. So in, I hope it will help. And it's the government who, it's a government body who has to approve the film? Uh, yes, in fact, it's the city of Hanoi, the cultural department of the city of, of Hanoi. Ah, so interesting. So, Fawn, what is it like to see yourself uh, 10 feet tall on a screen? Same thing. When I look me uh, on the in the film, yeah, the first time I am shy, I'm shy, I'm shy because now I'm a girl. I look me um before a boy. Oh, I'm very shy, and uh, um, then um uh, sorry, I can't speak Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. Sau đó là 
suy nghĩ của em về lại quá khứ rồi em cảm thấy là tại sao mình có thể vượt qua tại sao em có thể vượt qua những cái khó khăn như thế và em cảm thấy bắt đầu buồn và lo sợ giống như cái lúc mà em chưa phẫu thuật ấy. Uh, so first she's uh, she she feel uh, she feel uh, shy. <laughs> she feel uncomfortable to see a picture uh, a picture as a boy. And uh, then she it makes her realize all the the things she goes through, uh, surgery and all the uh, all the different steps to to be what she is yeah. what she is now and it makes her proud. Oh, wonderful. So we're speaking with Swan Duvis and Lian Fong, co-directors of the film Finding Fong, which are playing, it's playing as part of the Frameline Film Festival this coming Saturday at the Roxy Theater um, at 4 o'clock p.m. If you want more information about this screening or the other screenings, go to their website, which is frameline.org. There's a lot of really wonderful films that are coming up that uh, in the film festival that I would really recommend that you check out. There's one I haven't seen yet that I'm interested in called Xenia, which won a lot of attention at both Cannes um, and at the Berlin Film Festival. And it's an, a film from Albania about two brothers on a road trip. So that really strikes me. There's a lot of other interesting films, and I will be back next month to talk more about films. But for now, my name is Raina Cowan, and you've been listening to Frame to Frame. And we've been talking about the film Finding Fong with Swan Dubas and Leon Fong, who is Diplom. Thank you so much. Thank you Thank so you. much. <laughs> Max Blumenthal is coming to the Bay with his fierce new book on Gaza. In the 51-day war, Max audaciously takes clear-eyed, on-the-ground journalism into the deeper realm of geopolitics. The author of Republican Gomorrah and Goliath, Max was in Gaza, Palestine, and Israel throughout the recent ultra-violent assault on Gaza. On Wednesday, July 1st, 7.30 p.m., he'll be at First Congregational Church, 2345 Channing Way in Berkeley. Philip Meldery will host this KPFA benefit. There is wheelchair access. Tickets are at brownpapertickets.com and supportive bookstores. Find more information on the KPFA website for Max Blumenthal, July 1st, The Truth About Gaza, Past and Future.